it, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass. Got a good show for you talking to Arthur Hardy, the Marquis de Mardi Gras, the publisher of the Mardi Gras Guide. And uh, we'll talk to him about the plans that he has to produce his uh, magazine. So he's feeling optimistic about Mardi Gras. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, this. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game. You can't even tailgate. So what you going to do? Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you going to catch? Where you want to catch it? How you want to catch it? All the big ones are waiting for you. And to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing. Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in? Just sign up on lasaltwater.com. And we're talking to the Marquis de Mardi Gras, the world-famous Arthur Hardy, who is such a, an expert on the Mardi Gras and yet has remained sober. That's the biggest thing, I think. <laughs> One of your biggest accomplishments, aside from the Mardi Gras guide you've been publishing forever, is the fact that uh, every time I see you, even though you go to all these events and all these mask balls and all these parades, you're always dead sober, and so I'm going, he's got to either have his own Uber or he's got a secret stash at the house. I don't know what no, it is. No, I'm just too old to drink anymore, so well, I did enough the first 50 years to carry me on for the next 50. Yeah, so you're still wringing out your liver, I guess. It's like, yeah, I guess so. No, I, I never was a heavy drinker. I always, beer is all I ever really drank, occasional glass of wine, and I, I limit my intake to, to almost nothing uh, now, but... Yeah. Uh, who needs booze when you got Mardi Gras, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Look, I'm like that. I was a big drink. I don't. I don't even remember my sophomore year of uh, college, and that was actually some of the best grades I had in college. How about but, that? But uh, I'm. Uh, I'm. See, I'm. I don't drink a whole lot anymore. But when I drink, see, I've gotten to the point now. I drink booze. I drink expensive booze. I don't drink. Oh, good. For you know. You. Yeah. Now beer. I'm a. I'm a Miller High Life guy. You know, uh-huh. and I'm balling crawfish or something like that. I'll start guzzling beer about eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, well, of but, course. Yeah, but about two o'clock or so, I'm done with that. I switch to waters and diet cokes, and by five six o'clock, I'm sober. And I don't go to bed with no hangover. Yeah, I'm time for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But the rest of the time, it's like give me give me some give me some a nice bourbon with just a couple of ice cubes or a little splash of water, and then and I'm sitting there sipping, and I'm good. Sounds like a winner. It's so far until I get pissed off and go, I ah, screw it, man. Give me the Pappy Van Winkles. Here we go. <laughs> now you, uh, okay. So let's get into the, 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 how did you get, I mean, you and I have spoken before I've interviewed you many times, radio and sure. TV, but yep. I never, I don't ever remember asking you really and truly, how did you get into this? I mean, you were, you were in the band, you were a band director yep, and then yep. all, and I know you marched in all these Mardi Gras parades. How oh, did yeah. you, how did you become like an aficionado and, uh, and publisher of like the basic, everything you need to know about Mardi Gras coming up is in, in, uh, Arthur Hardy's Mardi Gras guide. How did, how did you make that step? But it was really a, a hobby that we turned into a business. My wife and I were both high school teachers <clears throat> and we're looking to make some extra money and said, what, you know, what is there a need for? What, what, what could we possibly create that hasn't been done that could make some, some money? And, mm-hmm. 
Um, this We had a couple of different ideas, but this was the one that seemed to have the most chance of making a few bucks. It took several years to realize that dream, mm-hmm. but it, it was such a simple idea, And but no one had done it before. We found out why, because it was very difficult. You know, in the mid-'70s, you couldn't look in the phone book and get a number for the crew of Bacchus or, or no. know who the captain was. So getting the information was the most difficult part. And then, of course, marketing it on a budget and all. And it took us a few years to get it going. But it was a simple idea, and uh, I'm I'm glad somebody smarter than me didn't come up with it first. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, some somebody came didn't come along and scoop you or, you know, just well, buffalo comp- you into it or yeah. something. No, we've had competition through the years. I've had at least four or five people with a lot more resources than we had come in and let me know that we're going to put me out of business and they're gone and I'm still here. So the Lord protects um, fools and drunks. And you, you ain't a drunk no more, but you're <laughs> not a right. fool. You're not well, a fool. Right. Well, well, I mean, but the, the thing, me of- you, I, I may be because I'm planning to do a magazine next year, even if they don't have any parades. Now, how crazy is that? That ain't crazy at all because that's Mardi Gras. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like after Katrina and all the Yankees were pointing fingers at us and what yeah. the hell's the matter with you? Your city's destroyed. What the hell are you doing having a Mardi Gras? And you were one of the people that stepped up and goes, because that's who we are. That's right. And we are not going to let this keep us from being who we are. Yeah, or let anybody else decide for us what we're going to do. You know, nobody knows if we'll have parades. But just like in 1979, the police track and all, we had no parades. But Carnival and Mardi Gras went on. People still celebrated in their own way. Mm -hmm. And, And I think it'll happen again this year. So we hope to be there to cover it as we always have uh, and it's going to be different you know my biggest concern of course is advertising revenue most of my supporters are in the hospitality industry and that industry has been devastated so yeah. i don't know how many ads we're going to sell but uh but we're, we're committed to publish we've got a new cover that i'm really excited about if anybody's interested you can see the cover and if you care to order pre-order the magazine on my website MardiGrasGuide.com. All the information's there, but we're we're kind of jazzed about it. We really struggled over it. And said let's wait, or let's just do a digital magazine, or maybe let's take a year off. And you know, we said no, uh-uh. that that's not that's not us. That's yeah. not the city. Let's go do it, and and that's the plan to so do I it. Hope, I hope it right. was a good decision. Let's well, let's start with uh, how many actual hard copies of the magazine do you actually create and and spread around to sell at all the different entities? We normally do more than 100,000 copies. Now, I don't know that we'll do that many this year. It depends on a lot of, of clients who have not yet renewed their orders. They haven't mm-hmm. said they won't, but they haven't said they will. So it's we don't know. But, but there'll be enough out there for anybody who wants one. And um, I feel relieved just having made the decision. We, we were in limbo like the crews are right now. You know, yeah. how, how much do we prepare when we don't know what's going to happen? Uh, and when will we know? That's the biggest thing. Nobody has yeah. a date that says, all right, by November 1, if the inf- the infection rate is 0.8%, we go up at 0.9%. And so, you know, nobody knows. So, well, no, they don't know. I mean, no. they're, you know, the, the the mayor and the administration, they don't no, know. They're, they're they winging don't. all this by... And it's yeah, like, it which whim has blown through the window today? And it's yeah. like, I, I criticize them, and I think rightfully so. However, n- nobody's ever really been in this boat. It's, well, I no. mean, 100 years ago during the uh, during the, Span- uh, the Spanish flu, but e- yeah. even then, they didn't shut everything down like they're no, doing now. Uh, no, it's, it's a new world. And, you know, I like to say there are really no bad guys in all this. We're all kind of victims of a, a crazy disease. But, mm-hmm. 
but we, you know we're going to get through it man we've survived bigger things than this and i just uh, i'm cautiously optimistic but we're going to have something but but parades eh, we got to talk about that well then let's talk about a bunch of there there are several mardi gras organ and look i i I obviously don't know them. You know a bunch of them. I got a, uh, Maureen and I got a special invite to the uh, Caliphs of Cairo, and uh-huh. uh, I I never heard of them. And then yeah. all of a sudden, come to find out, well, like one of my really good friends was the king this year, and his daughter was, you know, la 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 la, fancy and schmancy and all that. So yeah, look, look, at, cool? look at him with his fake beard on, you know. Yeah, yeah, and been doing it for a long, long time. But that's that's the private side of carnival, and then of course mm-hmm. the public side, the parades and that's the big question mark. Uh, will we have them? When will we know? What will they look like? Do you damage the brand by putting on a half-ass celebration? Or do you say, no, people will be forgiving. They'll just be glad to have something out there. Well, the, there's, okay. I don't know if this is going to happen, but it's being discussed. And uh, I don't know how many people have talked to you about it. But like, for instance, Cynthia Lee Shang here in Jefferson Parish, you know, she talked to all these football teams and go, we don't know where you can play. She goes, we got plenty of fields over here. Come mm-hmm. play over here in Jefferson Parish. Yep. They they are tap dancing around the different types of parades, whether they're going to have, are they going to go the other way from Clearview? Are they going to do the route mm-hmm. they've been doing all the way up to Bonneville and then Martin Berman over there? They yep. don't know what they're going to do. But you yep. know what? If a lot of these crews in New Orleans really want to parade, I bet you a dollar Jefferson and St. Bernard and St. Tammany will make some accommodations for them. Well, uh, Cynthia has said that she wouldn't, that it'd be a regional decision that New Orleans parades wouldn't come uh, to Metairie, but that's that, today. Th- yeah, well, there you go. There you go. And, and I've heard nothing from the other parishes, but you have to think if it's unsafe in Orleans, how does, you know, health wise now, how does it become safe in Metairie? But the thing of it is, there are, there are things, there are, you know, she's the mayor's tippy toeing through phase three where other places are already up and up and running. That's why Cynthia yep. said, come play football over here. You That's know? Right. That's so, right. I mean, if, if it's safe enough, if new Orleans shuts down parades, mm-hmm. is battery going to shut down a parade uh, or uh, the Knights of nemesis going to parade? They, I mean, they, what is St. Bernard going to do? They certainly don't have to. They're not obligated to follow, follow new Orleans. But what if the governor says no parades anywhere? you know case closed well of course he doesn't have to run for re-election so he's has, he has the option to say that. well that's true <laughs> he would be hard pressed to say something like oh that. you're right yeah all right i gotta step away for a second uh, and uh and talk to the folks who uh, help make the spudcast possible when we get back though we're talking with arthur hardy the marquis de mardi gras because i gave him that title yes you yeah, did mr Gra- mardi gras blaine who's passed yeah. uh henri schindler monsieur le mardi gras and arthur hardy the marquis Mardi Gras back there here on go. the Spudcast right after this. Just when you thought 2020 had served up the worst it had to offer, here comes hurricane season and the flooding rains of summer, right? Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home in a good year? Well, I can't help you with pandemics or Saharan sand, but I can tell you how to fix your flooding problem. Call the team. At Home Team Elevation, their precision home-raising equipment will lift you above the floods. It's height done right. Guaranteed. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. In the worry, stop insurance rate hikes. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote 
at 3011222, 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. Back on the Spudcast with the Marquis de Mardi Gras, Mr. Arthur Hardy, who has decided that he will publish the Mardi Gras Guide, just who knows what's going to be in it. And, of course, it's, it's all over the place. I mean, it's, there's so many places, you you know, just about every grocery store, all the Walgreens and places like that, you can buy a copy of it. You can pre-order a copy and have it shipped to you. You also have a digital version. Um, one of the things that more than anything else that people go, what day is the parade? Where does it start? Where does it yeah. end? What does it go? I mm-hmm. mean, are all those things already determined and you'll be able to put them in the magazine, even though parades are not me. They may say yes or no at the very last minute. Oh, yeah. I mean, the schedule, everybody knows the schedule's basically the same every year with some tweaks. Uh, remember, Super Bowl Sunday is the first week of Sunday of parades, too. So there could be some movement there. But, yeah, that's not that's not hard. Um, but what is hard is when will a decision be made? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the parade section is only 20 percent of our magazine. So people buy it for a lot more than, oh, yeah. than the parade section, which which frankly is available uh, from other places, uh, sometimes copied from the Mardi Gras guy. But anyway, um, so, you know, we feel like publishing a magazine that there'll still be some pent up interest in. And maybe it'll be a collector's edition, you know, the, the Mardi Gras that wasn't. But you put a big asterisk up on the front of the page, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> My photo's on the front of the page. I don't know about an asterisk. Well, yeah, you know, that's something else, too. Do you get a new picture every year? How old is that picture, man? Oh, I think it's my communion picture. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's my back here. My hair's about three shades lighter. But, but you know, getting back to the parades, we uh, – so, I mean, the, listen, the well-heeled clubs will be afford will be able to afford to put on a parade mm-hmm. just about almost – well, I don't want to say to the last minute, but they can afford to wait. It's the smaller clubs – that can't and a lot of captains are telling me hey i can't get anybody to pay dues why would they when we can't guarantee them a ride and there was even some talk in jefferson parish uh kind of some off the record things that why don't we guarantee if we can't do mardi gras at mardi gras we'll do it in june so you can guarantee people are going to get a ride i mean that's that sounds kind of crazy but people go out to the St. Patrick's Parade, yeah. and that's not Mardi Gras. No, it's uh, not. And and I've heard the same. Uh, I, I heard somebody talking about something like that last year, making doing a parade. What was that? Was it uh, well, the crew's going to march in July, and we're going, yeah. man, those fishnet hoes yeah. are going to be. Yeah. You do yeah, not want to be rubbing your thighs on those things. No, July's pretty hot. But, I mean, all options are on the table. And as you pointed out before, there's no model for this. You can't say, well, what did we do last time? Katrina was entirely different than this because it was us against the world, but now the whole world is affected by this. One thing's for sure, you're not going to have hotel rooms full or uh, airlines full, you know, and, and that normally brings in a lot of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have that this year. I mean, Mardi Gras was identified as a super spreader of the disease this last time, so I just can't see people making their first leisure travel Hey, let's go to Mardi Gras and catch COVID. You know? True, but the uh, last time nobody knew, really knew about it, and everybody no. was, you know, hacking lung butter all yeah. everyone before they they thought, oh, I just got yeah. a cold, I need some Nyquil, and that's it. Yeah. This but time they're gonna be know. well. They think you'll be a little bit more prepared. I mean, somebody will come out. I'll sell you a, a purple, green, and gold uh, N95 mask, and uh, there you go. Go do, and that's something else too. You know what? I just I just read a, a study that was started in 2006 or something, and they're going through going yeah, these cloth masks. 
An N95, you got to have an N95 or a big fish bowl on your head because these yeah. cloth masks don't, they don't really do a lot. They try to keep it down a little bit, but you can still get it. So, yeah, well, and you hear both sides of that. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you just, and, and it changes. Even CDC has put out information and a week later said, you know what? That's not right. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, it, nobody's screwing up on purpose. Everybody's doing the very best they can, I think, and with good intentions. Um, we can disagree about some of the methods, but I mean, uh, who wants to hurt the economy and, and people's lives? I mean, I don't think anybody's in favor of that. Uh, I don't so, talk politics on this show, man. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I don't talk. Well, anyway. That's the one cool thing about doing. I ain't got to talk politics no more. I'll throw Good some. I'll throw some little things in there here and there. But yeah. this is just strictly to make people. For me, to make people feel good, that's what the yeah. Spudcast is about. And exactly. for me, I don't mind being the butt of a good joke as long as it's a good joke. Sure. And I'll, I'll sit, and I'm because I'm going to sit there, and and if I see a good joke, I'm gonna I'm gonna rag on you. But well, that's okay too, you know. And that's the beautiful thing about Monaco, you know. It's there's no downside unless mm-hmm. people do it to excess, when that's with anything in life. But it's a time when people have fun, and God knows we're going to need it. But that doesn't mean it's going to be safe to have it. Well, and, and that's the um, number one concern. You know, we don't want to say party at any cost. Well, I um, mean, if there was some way that they could literally space out the people, but they don't have enough barricades for that. No, I mean, no, you, it, you could easily enough space out the people on the floats. Yeah. You but, know, but. But even that's problematic because you'd have to have twice as many floats um, if you had all the same amount of riders. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not going to happen. Uh, but I don't think it's a problem on the floats, but it is a problem on the street. And this is a celebration built on excess. And you can't expect people to, hey, yell, throw me something, mister, but not too loud. Yeah. You know, step back. Come on. We're all day, man. Let's do it. Yeah. We're having a good old time. Come man. on. I need more beads for my attic. My insulation's crap. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it really is. It's just a time when. When people let it all hang out and have a good time, and, and I don't see a lot of self restraint. No, uh, in the well, it's, it's it's Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Right. Ain't supposed right. to be restraint. You're that. supposed to be pigging out, and then if you were in the Roman times, you'd use the little the little tickle feather and the vomitorium, and you're right back into the mix of it. <laughs> <laughs> now you you <laughs> you did something that uh, for all your years you're covering and marching in the bands and everything else. You finally actually rode in a parade last year, or was it a year before? I actually, I've ridden the couple last couple of years, uh, and you know, and I, it was everything I thought it would be. And, and people say, "Why did you do that sooner?" Well, my my television contracts don't allow me to be affiliated with a, a particular uh, parade. Yeah, but you got a mask on, Arthur. Uh, That's know, the whole point. I've ridden. I've, I don't belong to any crews, <laughs> yeah. but I've ridden. I've been a grand marshal like well, two, that's three times. That's different. That's yeah. different. But you wouldn't show partiality to one crew because you remember, and that was a concern. Plus, I'm out there covering six other parades, so how can mm-hmm. I be in in one? But uh, but I know I'd enjoy it, and I have, and I don't know if I'll ride next year or not. Uh, and again, we don't know if there's going to be anything to ride in. Very true. Uh, uh, and what about parade routes? Would, would they all take – I mean, basically, we have a standardized route now. Yeah, but a couple. Be, yeah, but would there be a better route for social distancing? Um, I don't know. That's I was telling you about. Uh, I was telling you about Adrian Bruno, who's got this yeah. Mardi Gras Alliance thing because he feels yeah. like, for instance, uh, he didn't come out and say it, but I'm pretty sure he's in Endymion. But mm-hmm. he's saying they've been trying to push us off our route for years, and he goes, yeah, you know, right. I want to be left alone. I want to go party yeah. and have a good time. I understand safety, 
what happened last year was was very tragic. But you also have to go. These were not Yankees. The, I mean, no. the two people who got no. you know uh, they they were from here. Yeah, but I there's, I'm not going to sit there and question whatever the hell it happened. So yeah, you got to have rules and regs for certain things. But sure. it seems to me like that they're just going overboard with the rules and regs to the point yeah. where you're even if there wasn't COVID, you're not going to be able to have a Mardi Gras because you can't do a damn thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, and the mayor's committee is addressing many of those concerns, and hopefully we'll come up with some, you know, recommendations that that makes you have to be reasonable. I think most people will accept reasonable regulations uh and the ones that don't well they get into trouble yeah well um, that, that it depends it, on your definition of reasonable yeah well that's true but i'm i'm uh i, I would i guess i'm saying i'm cautious cautiously optimistic but it's still it's we're in october mardi gras in february i realize the clock is ticking but it's i would rather a slow yes than a fast no mm-hmm. and and i think to cancel everything or anything right now parade wise would be foolish now a lot of balls have been canceled and that's a whole different scene yeah. there you know yeah but, well i'm uh, not they don't invite me so that's well you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, i ain't kidding you that Kalisa cairo that was that was the first like really and truly fancy schmancy ball that i went to that i wasn't operating a follow spot or something like that you know that's the only time they ever let me into those events let me ask you this now you got the mardi gras guide mardi yep. guide.com yep are you keeping people informed? Can I, can people go there like once Absolutely. or twice a week and keep people yeah. up to date on what the, what's going on? Yeah. We try to update at least once a week. If there's a reason to, uh, nobody's talking now, though. you know, the captains are being kind of quiet and nobody wants to spread bad news. And the thinking is the less we say the better, but as we get breaking news, we post it day or night on mm-hmm. MardiGarGuy.com. And, uh, I'll be working with Fox eight again in the, in the uh, Times Picayune, New Orleans Advocate, NOLA.com, Gambit, whoever else that they own now. Uh, I try to spread it all around and, and be a part of it. And, you know, I, I tell people it beats working for a living, you know. Bro, I know what kind of work you do. You might say that, but just, just banging <laughs> on doors uh, to do the advertising for the magazine. I'm out there banging on doors for this. I know. know. No, so. it's, it, but it's. I like working for myself better than working for anybody else. You know? Well, true. And, and the fact is, I, you know, it's like you believe in your product. So, yeah. you know, it's oh, yeah. like this show. It's new. It's a new show, but it's my yeah. show. And I get to yeah. dictate all the stuff. And, yeah. you know, that's why I was so glad when you said, sure, I'll come on. You know, you're giving oh, me a well, shot. Why wouldn't I? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, before, yeah, I've interviewed you before, but it was it was called a Spud show, but it wasn't Spud show. This yeah, is the Spud cast. This exactly. is my show. Yeah. You know, and there you yeah. go. And people love you, and, and they'll follow you. And but the bottom line is, we all need to pay the bank, and we all got to make money. And that's yeah. We hope and the city makes love, yeah, city makes a lot of money off of Mardi Gras. Oh, and and off of us individually, you know, yeah. you can't prosper without some other people getting a piece of the action. And there's nothing wrong with that, buddy. Not a damn thing. Awesome. <laughs> MardiGrasGuide.com for people to keep up to date on what's going on with the Mardi Gras yeah. and the world famous Marquis de Mardi Gras, Arthur Hardy. Will keep us up to date. And I'll, I'll I'll call you towards the end of the year, but yeah, do. you know, it'll be fun. It, it'll be a lot. Of, it'll be a lot. I'll, of fun. It always I'll is. be there. Cool. Thanks, Arthur. I'll talk All to right, you buddy. soon. Thanks, right. bud. Bye. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged from a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test. 
Rapid Urgent Care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez les bon temps rouler. All right, so before we sign off today, it's time for your dumbass of the day. I don't know if this guy's a dumbass or just a creep or a weirdo, or I don't know exactly what he is. Uh, it's from El Paso, and uh, apparently uh, for the last several years, several years, uh, he has drugged and kidnapped people and then would dress up like some kind of alien and probe them and sexually assault them and anal probes and all kinds of such like that. If you saw a picture of this dude, and I posted him on Facebook, Spud's Friends and Fans, he's some little Gnome-looking guy. He's 79 years old. He's got all them liver spots and everything. He kind of looks like Dustin Hoffman in The Little Big Man when he had that old man makeup on. Except he's got these big, like, Yoda Gnome ears or something. And he's just freaky. And people couldn't ask him, why is he doing this stuff? His name's Arnold White. And he went, I don't know. Dumbass. Sick dumbass. How do you vet somebody like that? You know, catch him up when they're a kid. Dude, what do you think about, like, kidnapping somebody and dressing up like an alien and, uh, you know, like uh, having a look up the old kazoo. Hey, man, that sounds like fun. You know what? Off to summer camp for you that never ends. Anyway, thanks for joining me here on the uh, Spudcast podcast. I've been talking out my ass. Thanks for joining me. You can listen to me on, uh, on Spotify and on Red Circle. You can listen to me on Google and Pandora and uh, Public Radio and iHeart. I'm also linked on my Facebook page, Spud's Friends and Fans, and my regular John McConnell Facebook page. I'm also on Facebook. I mean, uh... What do you call that? Twitter? It's Spud Got That. Anyway, hope you had a good time. I'll uh, see you next go around. Y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecone.